Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your host, Chris Schubert's here floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. And of course, they are your continued source for live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. They have all the sports. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Visit the Zoo Day to you, which is just crazy to me that it's on December 27th. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who's going to the zoo on uh, December 27th, but uh, I would definitely recommend going in the spring or the fall or the summer. Yeah. Unless you're somewhere warm, in which case it won't matter. Or if you, I guess if you're Eastern Hemisphere, you probably it's probably a great time to go to the zoo. Probably so. I just I, I um I'm a big zoo guy. I love going to the zoo, but I, I, it ain't gonna happen right now for me. That's a we've got stuff. the zoo lights here in Arizona, so the zoo at night is lit up oh. with Christmas lights. Goes through the end of the month, I believe, next month. So definitely a time to go to the zoo. Can I share something with you guys that's completely off? the beaten path, but this is my turn to do this because you're, you're I, I just need your guys' so. thoughts on this. Yeah. Right. Oh boy. I've been getting these, I've been getting these promoted ads on Twitter for this new movie that I didn't know existed. Did you guys know that M night Shyamalan's making another movie? Uh, no. I did. It's uh, something about the knock at the cabin, knock at something. the cabin. Yeah. And I saw the trailer. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go see it. He's Can I get, get some real life advice? Can I give some real sure. advice? If, I, if you go to a cabin and there's a knock at the door, don't answer the door. Don't answer. Mm. Lock yourself in a in a room Do you, with a shotgun until it's light out, and then leave. Is this like a deep rooted Eagle Scout secret, or? Uh no, it's it's just not sure they teach you that movies. at the Eagle Scouts. No, yeah, you only work with the BB guns up there. Oh, okay, all right, very good. So, just don't don't. Answer you had a hatchet door, on ever. the show yesterday. I you know I just. Is there an explanation? Is is this what is this about? Is this a why do you have that? Boy Scouts motto is be prepared. You never know when you're going to need to chop down a tree in your office. That's perhaps perhaps you just never know. Uh, We do what we do here on a Tuesday vibe association here on the show word association for the week that was in the NFL we will start in order with the games on Saturday uh, that I have here in front of me. The Bills beat the Bears 35-13. to 13. Cold. <laughs> so, you're, you're right, it is. It was the coldest road game for the Bills since the 60s. Um, my big takeaway here is just the cage rush. I thought the Bills did a great job of keeping Justin Fields in the pocket. What did he have, like a 
11 rushing yards. Something. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, he that's that's costly yeah. for the, the, the chase for history. Yeah, he had eleven. He had eleven rushing yards. He hadn't had that few in like twenty twenty consecutive starts or something like that. So, yeah, the Bills the Bills said we we don't want you to get that record. So, uh, just a good job by their front being disciplined and being contained and tackling well. The Saints beat the Browns seventeen to ten. My bad. <laughs> what don't I get? What what I don't understand the joke here. My bad. Oh, did you pick them? Is this was this part of the? We said there's a zero percent chance a cold weather team. Oh yeah, is going to go up to Cleveland, play in the cold, Christmas Eve, and perform well. And they did. They won the football game. Well, what if I told you Andy Dalton's stat line was going to be 8 of 15 for 92 yards and a pick? You would have said Browns by multiple scores, right? You're right. I would have. That's not what happened, though, is it? No, because Deshaun Watson ain't back yet. We probably won't see Watson in a, any kind of rhythm until, like, mid-year next year, right? I guess, the time man. it was away, it's, it's, it's been ugly. It's, it's been, been ugly, but should it be? Should it be this bad? He, he's, I mean, he had an off season with them, right? Like he's not been injured. He's been able to throw and do everything he needs to be able to do. I know that you, you got to get calloused up and get into game situations, but like, didn't you have some practice time? I mean, this is, he doesn't look like a starter right now. Yeah. I think if you, you took, took his efficiency numbers and stacked him against the rest of the league through four games. It would be at the bottom of just about every chart that you have. Like, I think we should have had it. Like, I, I didn't have Deshaun as we always knew him to be with Houston to step in and do this, but like, he's looked bad. And I'm not sure it should be this bad. And if I'm Cleveland, I'm, I'm worried about how, how quickly he finds his rhythm next year. Because the, the reps really aren't. They're not paying dividends, and just by the time you get comfortable, you're going to stop playing. So, Fully guaranteed, baby. Fully guaranteed fully, contract. Fully guaranteed. The Chiefs beat the Seahawks 24-10. to 10. Seahawks are fluttering, aren't they? A lot of teams doing that right now. One, two, three. They've lost five of their last six. They were six and three. Haven't played well in over a month and a half. Draft dudes do math. Way to count that up, Joe. <laughs> you know, I knew he was up to something because he's in the studio, not as a guest. He's in his host. And I could just see the gears turning that he had something going. And so he added stuff to the soundboard. Just in here, count him up. You see the smoke poured out of his ears through his headphones. Yeah, uh, but I got it correct, man. I did, my math was correct you also, there. You, you, I think you also scared the crap out of him, too. He was like, what was that? Sure, you, you did. You did. I'm sitting here like, they're not even losing to good teams, right? Like, they're losing to the Bucks and the Raiders and the Panthers. I know the 49ers yeah. and Chiefs are a different story the last two weeks, but, like, could you not have, like, won one or two of those other ones? Like, I don't know, man. They're pretenders. The Seahawks are pretenders. Yeah, it's – um. Now, they play Kansas City relatively tough, which I think you, you can give them credit for, but it's just... Everybody's played Kansas City tough this year, though, right? That's kind of been the story with Kansas City. 
play closer games and, and right. Chiefs fans. And I think that's playing close games and winning them every week. You tend to get like when you're that type of team like Kansas City, everybody's going to measure themselves against how they play against you, right? So you get everybody's best shot. Credit to them. I mean, they're winning games. They get three losses. They're a good football team. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I give the Seahawks any bonus points for losing by fourteen to to Kansas City. Couple of uh, midseason MVP type candidates going through some slides right now. Geno Smith. Well, obviously, we'll we'll talk about Miami here in a little bit. But Geno Smith, three consecutive games with a passer rating uh, under ninety. After having, gonna count them up, six straight games in which he had uh, in excess of 100 passer rating and, and seven of, or eight of nine with over 100 passer rating. So those we'll, negotiations in the offseason are going to be interesting. Yeah, it's the worst possible time to, to tail when they you, might when just you're, they might just tag him. That's probably what they're going to do. Why don't you just you know, move? He's, way, 30, he's a 32 year old quarterback. Like, I mean, play the Jets next week. Oh, that ain't going to be good. You're that looking to get back on the tracks for a passing game. Ain't going to happen. Not against <laughs> that. Have fun. Have fun against with that. that. Dude. You can't get it. You can't get it done against the Jets defense, man. Um, you you got to do it all, right? Like, that's, I think that's a testament to, to the NFL, right? Nobody cares what the standings are after week seven. You got to play them all. And right. you find out. And Seattle's a team we're I, finding out about. I've, a wise man once told me they keep score for all four quarters. Nope. Every game and counts the, the same. The record counts you know? all season long. Yes, that's what I've been told. Uh, the next game, I think, I think I know the word that we're going to use. The Vikings it, beat the Giants twenty-seven to twenty-four. Is it a bug? A bug? Cockroaches? Well, it's sixty-one yard field goal to win the game. Right. They have twelve wins. Eleven of them are by one score. They just play every game close. Every Kansas single one of them won't stop. That is the most uh, one-score wins for any team in the history of the NFL, I believe, in a single. Is season. it really? Wow! I believe so. I believe I saw that statistic. It feels like it feels like that should be true. Yeah. Uh, you know me. I'm anti non-quarterbacks for MVP votes, but man, Justin Jefferson's putting together a hell of a case, right? Like he's very much responsible for a lot of these wins. He's gonna get the. He's gonna get the two K. We all talk about Tyreek to, to race for Tyreek for two K. Jefferson's gonna be the guy that gets it this year. Outstanding. The Bengals beat the Patriots twenty-two to eighteen. You see the Patriots <laughs> at the end of this game? I did. I had to be yeah, a Patriots Joe, fan hold for on. like one minute of my life, and it sucked. Uh, All right, I got to be honest with you, Joe. I was a Bengals fan for four quarters of that game, so <laughs> I finished watching the Bills. I'm like, all right, let's see if the Bengals can give us a little wiggle room here, and and or the I had to root for the Patriots, and like, okay, first of all. You can't tell me that that running back's forward progress wasn't stopped. The fumble there late when the Patriots are kind of looking to to take the lead there. I mean, that guy was stopped. He was going backwards multiple steps, and then they the whistle was just incredibly slow, and then they fumble it. And then I'm like, okay, they get to stop, and I'm like, all right, my guy Marcus Jones, you know, he can do this. He can get him in range, and then he sucked. I don't know, man. Patriots. Yeah, it, it was in scoring position, fumble to turn the ball over in a late game situation, then you get the ball back and you bobble the punt for like negative yards on the return. Yeah. What the hell was that? It was like a great punt to return too, right? Like you're like, I saw that thing in the air. I'm like, Oh baby, Marcus Jones is going to do this thing. The Patriots are two end of game meltdowns the last two weeks away from being like locking in the seven seed this Man. upcoming weekend. Huh? 
you got to do it. And this Patriots team is flawed in a lot of ways. And I think that's, we're seeing that here later in the season. It's, it's been all right there for them and they can't do it. How about the rally of Patriots fans to defend Mac Jones cutting back to no, cut that no, he's, defender? No, dude. <laughs> I had somebody quote my, my response was like, you can find examples every single week of right. Mac Jones doing shady stuff right. that would qualify as dirty. And some, some Patriots fan responded with like, you could tell who watches football and who doesn't. And then like his next tweet was uh, a pick of Joe Burrow cutting an intercepting player on the sideline to make a tackle with the guy who had the ball versus Mac Jones peeling back to cut low on somebody who was trying Man. to get out in front the block 20 yards behind the guy who actually had the ball acting like they were the same thing. Mm. No, dude, we, there's a, there's enough real shady stuff here to like, it's not just a one-off, right? This is just who he is. Max out here cleaning guys every week when he slides. Jerk. Given uh, Brian Burns the Kurt Angle ankle lock and figure four, Ric Flair figure four at the bottom of the pile after a fumble. He's handing the ball off trying to like jump and cut backside defenders on the line of scrimmage on outside zone away. And then he does this against Cincinnati. Nah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. out. Joe Burrow had 40 completions in this game. 40. 40. That's a lot. The Panthers beat the Lions 37 to 23. Rushing yards. 320 of them. Dan Campbell said it best. I won't try and put any any other summarization on this game than Dan, Dan Campbell to Steve Wilkes. Absolute you-know-what kicking. Hell of a job. Snatch their soul. The Ravens beat the Falcons 17-9. to Pro Bowl alternate quarterback Tyler Huntley leading the way. <laughs> what, what's going on with that? And, like, we like Tyler For, Huntley. Right. I, there's nobody that's a bigger fan of Tyler Huntley than me. I mean, so color me shocked when I saw this news. Fourth so your three, your, your three Pro Bowl quarterbacks – were Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Tua Tungvalu is the first alternate. Correct. Probably feel feel some regret with that. Herbert's uh, got to be next, right? Herbert, I assume, is the second alternate. Lamar is the third alternate? Lamar is third. Tyler Huntley is fourth. I know that for a fact, yes. Chris, how does it make you feel that Derek Carr <laughs> could not get in in the pecking order in front of Tyler Huntley, who at the time had not thrown a touchdown pass all season? Well, I will tell you, it's probably a tough week for me to be on the on the Derek Carr bandwagon, although I'll try to defend him a little bit later on because I think he's getting a little bit unfairly criticized. Uh, it's ridiculous that a guy who hasn't started for a large portion of the season just gets voted as the fourth alternate. It feels pretty ridiculous. Again, love Tyler Huntley, right? Like that, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Tyler's, and I want him to get an opportunity, and I'm happy that he's getting this opportunity, but the fourth alternate is just ridiculous. How is Trevor Lawrence not a higher alternate? Yeah, good call. Hey, Trevor Lawrence should be right up there with Herbert. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we could talk about this game, 17-9, the Ravens who, get a dub. Who are the Ravens, right? I Just a confusing football team. Well, I they're think clinch, we know who 10-5, they they're in. But. We know who they are. They're a team that, that we looked at the end-of-season schedule and said, wow, that's really soft. They're going to take advantage of that. And they're 
winning they, seventeen to nine over the Fal- uh, Falcons. Right, they have they have taken advantage of it. But if I'm a if I'm a potential division winner, and, and you know, it should be said that Cincinnati, you know, will have to finish the job. Baltimore has a chance to win against Pittsburgh, and the Bengals play the Bills next weekend. So I mean, we're living in a world in which Cincinnati could very easily, um, and Baltimore even won the first head-to-head. So yeah, like, oh, if the Bills the beat the Bengals, close, right? If I'm a wild card team, I hope the Ravens get it done so I could go play Baltimore and Baltimore. I, I will say this: if you if you're a Baltimore fan, we we can sit here and talk about how we don't know who Baltimore is. If you're a Baltimore fan, I think there is some. I mean, you've clinched a playoff berth in a year in which your quarterback once again this time, and for the first half of the season, you couldn't figure out how to run the football. Like, I think there is a positive of you found a way to get in, even despite your entire offense not working the way it's supposed to. You can only play have- the games on your schedule, so credit to Baltimore for winning the games. But we went from three oh. and three. We beat we beat the Browns with Brissett. We beat the Bucks. We beat the Saints. We beat the Panthers. We lost to the Jaguars. We beat the Broncos. We beat the Steelers. We beat the Browns. Or we, excuse me, we lost to the Browns, and then we beat the Falcons. Like how many of these? Apologies in advance for the draft dudes do math moment here. But one, two, three, hold on, hold on, four, yeah, hold on, hold on. Five of the last six games, there hasn't been thirteen. Not a math guy. Five of their last six games, there hasn't been 30 points scored. Combined. Combined. Yeah. 17 to 9, 13 to 3, 10 to 9, 13 to 3 again, 16 to 14. Don't have exactly the points 30. we haven't even got to 20 combined. Dude, this points. is insane, man. I don't playing good defense. Yeah, they're playing good defense <laughs> against the Panthers, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, the the resume's in question, and and we haven't seen him with Lamar in a while, and Lamar's gonna have to try and come back and win them this division. But what they had their first wide receiver touchdown reception since week three this past week. Sammy Watkins unique, is there, man. Unique be all right. Be all right. So, do you take this from the lens of wow, this is a testament to how valuable Lamar valuable Lamar is, or do you take this from a an angle of wow, this is Still a very flawed football team. Yes, that. The Titans lost to the Texans 19 to 14. Texans gotta be careful, man. My my mess up here and not get the one the number one pick. Right. They're out Which here. They could, they could be, out. Joe, they could be on a three game winning streak right now. I know it's unbelievable. With just no talent. They're playing hard. You gotta give them credit, man. Yeah, what's going to be Player? really annoying is when they fire Lovey Smith at the end of the year, too. Because, like, now now we find ourselves in the same situation that they were in last year. Yeah. Where you underperformed because you gave the, the roster no talent, and now they're playing hard. They're playing their best football late in the year. And you're going to say, yeah, no thanks. Malik Willis has to just throw the ball sometimes, too, right? Like, where there's kind of watching him play. It's It's chaotic, and it's like, some point you got to just hit their pitch your back foot, know where to go with the ball, and throw it. Just doesn't happen. We knew that it was going to take all, some time, but it's all the worst things about what Malik was at Liberty that's showing up consistently. And boy, oh boy, do they not have a lot to lean on to help? No, yeah, make make life easy on him, and he makes it hard on himself. 
The 49ers beat the Commanders 37 to 20. What's this Brock what's the Brock Purdy stat? First ever quarterback to have a hundred passer rating and however many starts tying Dan Marino. Yeah. I, what what is going on here? The 49ers, the 49ers lost Jimmy Garoppolo after already losing Trey Lance, and they've turned it to Mr. Irrelevant, and they have not missed a single beat. They are the same team they were five, six weeks ago. It's insane to me. What, what Brock is doing, because give him credit, because I don't want to make this all yeah. Shanahan system. Like, Brock's executing. Brock's doing what he needs to do. But, like, this is exceptional across the board what they are doing. Good for them, man. Big game from I Kittle. Think he's got better composure than Jimmy does, too. That's He's just not an insane thing like to say. Jimmy is. It's someone's gonna someone who's gonna want Jimmy G to be their quarterback next year, right? That, that's Joe, the big loser. The shut big up, loser, Chris. The big loser in all you this. Hadn't done it yet, bud. Is Jimmy G? Because Jimmy G, like, if I'm a team and I'm thinking about signing him, I'm looking at what Purdy looked like in the same environment, and I'm asking myself, uh, how replicatable can we make this for for Jimmy? Oh, by the way, Trey Lance is still there. They gave up three first-round picks to get him. Right. The, listen, don't compound past mistakes with future mistakes, Joe. Okay? Brock Purdy right now has done everything but in his power we, to be the incumbent fair, in training I've camp been this as year. big of a skeptic on Trey, Trey Lance as anybody, but has he been really given a chance to show what he can be? Hey, hey Joe, what's your, what's your best ability? availability i mean the guy and guess what brock purdy brock purdy's available right now and he's playing good football for the i'm talking about next year if if he leads this team to a to the playoffs and and wins multiple games in the playoffs he better be the incumbent come training camp next year not going to hear anything is that what is that the plan that's got to be the plan it's purdy versus lance right right for the starting game Trey. oh you want it take it take take another take another guy in the seventh round and if they both flop this he'll he'll just come in and be just fine Just, yeah, take Tanner McKee in like the fifth or sixth round, and then just keep him on the roster. Not, I mean, that might even be a little bit rich. I mean, just uh, Clayton Toon, you know, Stetson Bennett. Stetson, Stetson Bennett. There it is, Stetson Bennett, UDFA. You'll be fine. Who? Imagine not liking the NFL. Like this stuff happens. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Yeah, wish wish it could happen to my team. Wish my team could find quarterbacks. You do. Like you that. have him. He's uh, Mike White. He get, broke his ribs. The Cowboys take the Eagles forty to thirty four. Sign Minshew over uh, Garoppolo. <laughs> That's my takeaway. Big gutsy player, isn't he? Yeah, take take Minshew over Garoppolo, right? If you're gonna do that, this is not the bucket of quarterbacks I want to live in, Joe. Okay, well, I just this is not I fun. I, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Um, credit to Dallas for getting the win. Yep. Credit for Philadelphia, to Philadelphia for showing up and playing like they did without Jalen Hurts. The Steelers beat the Raiders in the last game of the day on Sunday or Saturday, 13 to 10. I feel like you're the one that has stuff to say here, Chris. You wanted to get on a soapbox here about Derek well, Carr and three interceptions. And Listen, the last pick is a very bad throw. Just a bad decision. You just can't throw that ball. The first two, can we can we help him out a little bit if we're if his receivers? Can we get can we the ball hits us in the hands? Can we make a catch for our guy? I mean, that, that's what I'd like to do. And, like, they go right down the field on their first drive of the game. Boom, boom, just up and down. Here we go, just marching down the field, boom, touchdown. And then after that, they just uh, 
an inability to do anything. And like, to me, that just falls back on the coaching staff here. And Derek didn't play great. I'm not going to sit up here and defend Derek, right? I, I know my stance on Derek. It makes a lot of people queasy, but I'm not in, you know, I'm not impartial to the point where I can't, you know, criticize him. He didn't play well in the, the second half of the game, but like didn't get help from his receivers in some key spots. The third, the last pick was a bad one. I don't understand how we can go right down the field and score right away and then just completely forget how to play offense for the remainder of the game. That to me is just stunning. We gave uh, the Steelers all their flowers yesterday. It was uh, impromptu Steelers was, Day on the podcast. It was Steelers Day on the show yesterday. Fryermuth and Cam Hayward yeah. and Mike Tomlin. So, okay, our Sunday games: the Packers beat the Dolphins twenty-six to twenty. Tua, that's that's the word. The word is Tua, and I'm sorry, Kyle, but that's the word. Yeah. They blew it late. They were the better football team. Three straight interceptions can't happen. Hey. You can't turn the ball over four times in your final five possessions and mm. miss a field goal on your fifth possession. Was that their last four. five? Yeah. Four turnovers and a miss. Yeah, it's tough. You ain't going to F- fumble, yeah, you can't. fumble to close the half. Yeah. Miss field goal, three interceptions. That's yeah, the last can't, five you, possessions. Are you kidding? You can't get the turnover the way that they did against Aaron Rodgers and then on the ensuing immediately play. Throw the, throw turn the ball. You just can't do it. Like that That moment right there was like, okay, this, isn't, this ain't happening. For most of that first half, though, I felt like the Dolphins couldn't be stopped. Like, they just, they, they're making throws. Offense looks explosive, opportunistic. Packers were – I mean, Rodgers played like poop to start the game. I mean, Rodgers really didn't do do anything throughout, right? I mean, couple, he, he couple played fine, balls. but he, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't take it. Dude, his he red did. zone was horrible, Aaron Rodgers. And then that play – what was that play call there? It was the – third and whatever on their their last possession to go up 20 it was 23 to 20 and the 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 touchdown makes it a two possession game and they ran the ball in like third and eight set up the chip shot i'm like okay here comes 27 to 26 win for the dolphins yep Yep. i was stunned that they didn't go for it i'm like it's fourth and two you score a touchdown you win the game yeah i was like why are we kicking a field goal here this does nothing for us can 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 i ask you guys joe you obviously you've seen the last two dolphins games um what did you think of Miami early on in this game facing another bottom of the league run defense, having a lot of success early and then saying, nah, we're leading or tied all throughout the game. We're not really interested in trying to run the ball anymore, even though we had a lot of success and this team really can't do this. I think that's the one thing like you're not putting, I understand you have these two explosive weapons and, and Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill and Jalen Waddell is electric and they both made big plays and really exciting, but you have success on the, on the ground, your opening possession, you get into a third and short and what do you do? You, let's take a deep shot and then kick a field goal. And you know, it was the same story with Buffalo where you, they found room to run the ball and then they stopped running the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Two, two, the the three interceptions were garbage. Bad miss, miscommunication, and I don't know in what world we're trying to live anywhere where we're trying to hit Mostert up the seam. And then misread. It looked like they ran Tampa too because I think Campbell dropped the deep middle, and Rasul Douglas dropped underneath him. So all three of the interceptions were bad. But like, if you're if you're aspiring to call plays to win games. Why are we not trying to control more of the flow of the game, and why are we not playing more balanced on offense? 
it's almost like those explosive passing plays are what makes them such a dangerous team, but also limits them from being consistent because they don't lean into that other component of their offense that I think can be pretty good. Um, so there's just a lack of commitment there, right? That's that's what it comes down to. And Tua's obviously able to do some really good things within rhythm and making possible a lot of these explosive plays with accuracy and allowing for some crazy catch and run. And I mean, it's you just hold your breath every time that the Dolphins throw the ball and you're the opposing team because you know that 10 or 17 can be on the other side of that and they can take it the distance. But, you know, I think that Tua has been challenged to, to kind of play deeper into snaps lately and some of those re- results have been a little bit chaotic and and I think the answer to that is lean more into your rushing attack so well, um, this will be the third straight week that we asked for that to be the case we'll see if this is actually the time to do what did we think of the surprise onside kick it was a bad decision yes and not just because not just because of the result it's just a bad decision it just wasn't time right? for that you were controlling right, the Daniel's game. gonna yeah. mess around and become the new Brandon Staley is what's going to happen where there's no questioning his visionary and genius on his respective side of the ball. But as far as managing games and calling games, it's been a lot of problems. Yeah. And like, you got to figure it out, man. There's nobody rooting harder for you this weekend than me, buddy. Right. Because you want a chance to play a playoff game in week 18. I so what's, trying to play. Is the, that what happens? What's the deal? The, the, the only team that is that the jets, that is in the Jets' way of controlling their own fate. And I'm saying this with the assumption that Mike White is playing because we don't know yet. He's supposed to get an MRI today. Because if Zach plays, they can't, they can't function. If, if Zach plays, if Joe Flacco plays, if Chris Trevler plays, it doesn't matter. They're not right. They're not going up to Seattle and winning. But if Mike White plays, I think they can do it. The Dolphins losing one of their final two games before the Jet game gives the Jets now, if the Jets beat the Dolphins, they have the head-to-head so they can get in front of them. Because the Pats beat the Jets twice, if they have the same record, the Pats will get in. So the Jets need a Pats loss in one of the final two weeks. So unfortunately, Joe, I'm also rooting against the Bills because I need week eight, week eighteen to matter for the Bills. I assume you guys so root against the Bills the every week. You never have to apologize. No, it's, to me for you're my my sister's a fan. You're my friend. I don't necessarily root against you all the time, but I am now because if the if the Patriots, I need the Patriots to lose one of the next two, and then if they do that and the Jets went out, then the Jets are in. That's how. That's a, it's simple. It's that simple. So wouldn't you want the opposite of that? Wouldn't you want the Bills to beat? the Bengals for the Chiefs to lose a game. The Bills, if the Chiefs lose on Sunday and the Bills beat the Bengals on Monday, they clinch the one seed. Then they have nothing to play for against the Patriots besides the records that they're going to want to break and the stats and all that. We know the Bills do that every year. Right. I, I need whatever. Chris wants as many Patriots losses as he can get. I need whatever's going to make week, week 18 matter for the Bills because oh. if the Dolphins don't beat the Got Patriots, it. then I need the Bills to do it. So I need What's week the, 18 to matter. There's teams like the Steelers and the Titans in this conversation as well. The, they, what's the their Jets, path? The Titans the and Jets Jaguars be- will play each other. So whichever team wins that will win the division, and the other team will have nine losses, and they'll be out. So okay, they're so out. They're, this is down to three AFC East teams for the seventh seed? The Jets – The Jets. well, technically, I don't know. The, we don't know the result of Monday Night Football as we're recording. So if the Chargers, the Chargers lose – if the Chargers lose, then it opens up another spot again. But if the Chargers win, they clinch a spot. Yeah, it's, it's unlikely. Um, They're playing the Colts, right? Right. Again, we're recording this before the game, so we have no idea what happens. But And the and the other part of it, too, is the Jets beat the Steelers head-to-head earlier in the season. So they have that if they stay tied. So, again, just in and terms of controlling. The Miami as well. So the, oh. in terms of controlling so they your got destiny. To be outright better. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's probably so going to be win out of and Dolphins get and Jets, right? That's what it's going to be. As long as everything goes the way it needs to this week, again, Mike White needs to have healthy ribs in which he can get tackled. Yeah. 
Wild world we live in. Uh, the Rams beat the Broncos 51-14. to 14. I will share this with you guys. This is the one game of the Christmas Day slate I didn't watch a single snap of. And when I got to oh, another family member's house and I saw the score, I'm like, I'm glad I, did, I didn't watch it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. They got a the Broncos don't have a head coach. They just don't. They probably don't Joe, have they a don't have a, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have an offensive more, line. More poetic than Hackett coming out at halftime and saying, Yeah, we just gotta stop turning the ball over. And yeah. literally the next play after they interviewed the halftime interview was Greg Dulcich fumbling the ball and they turned the ball over. It's just the it's just bad. I, Denver's a proud franchise with a great history, but man, this is this is just not it. They've been due. Yeah, I guess so. I got to tell you, sitting in sitting in the definition of quarterback misery, I don't know what's worse: what I'm going through or what Broncos fans are going through. Oh, you? I think I'd, ra- I think I'd rather be me because they're locked in. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think I'd rather long. be me. Yeah, because yeah. I just at least I can get out of the mess Ooh. and try again. Ooh, is that is that a tier maker topic? The worst court, tearing the quarterback situations in the NFL, so you can no, see. It I don't want you... that pain. I don't want that pain. Uh, the last game of the day, the Sunday night game, uh, the Bucks beat the Cardinals in overtime, nineteen to sixteen. Staying alive, those Buccaneers at seven and eight. Everything's they finished. control their fate now. They win. They win this week. They they lock it out. It's clinched. They will they host play. a playoff game. Panthers. They play the Panthers. So if they beat them, they'll lock it out. They'll box everybody Keep out. Pounding. That's what I have to say. Keep pounding. So they have Panthers, Falcons. That was the perfect – for the Cardinals, the perfect game. You played competitive. You were in the game. You went to overtime. You lost. You kept your draft you position lost. right where it was. It's perfect. Couldn't get any better than that. I was with Cardinal fans last night. They were, like, upset. I'm like, no, no, no. This is a very good thing for you because you're not it's going good, anywhere. Yeah. Trace McSorley was playing. Just, just keep on moving in the direction you're moving. Keep that top five pick. If the Panthers beat the Bucks and the Saints, they win the division? Yes. God, I want that. Keep pounding. Come on, baby. Come on, Keep Panthers. Pounding. Dave Tepper can bring home playoff games to Charlotte as well. Man, sure. <laughs> See, you know what? I don't think we can have this now. I don't want this. I just don't want But for him, could you imagine? For him to take, take credit for it? Brady goes out with a... Friggin' Lose, what is this? losing record, eight and future record, or future Dolphins quarterback Tom Brady. I'm just I'm doing, doing everything I can at the end of the year to just line pile up. I'm I not just, going to, so quit asking. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're done. I don't I don't even know who has the buttons and the levers to push, but it ain't me. We both do. We both oh, do. God. I have access to them too, but I just I, Kyle wants to do it. I have no problem letting him be in being control. Yeah, we'll see what else we can cook up here. Keep everybody on their toes. We're out of here. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, the Draft Dudes. Appreciate everybody checking out the show. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with Levy Grail tomorrow. A bunch Mm. of teams that bid farewell to the the playoffs. Fight on, my men. We'll go into all the things we have to look forward to as fans of those teams starting tomorrow. Thanks for checking out the show. Thanks to our friends over at Line for their continued support of the show as well. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com 
or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.